and welcome to iCritical Live. This is the podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, and life in between. I am your host, Kevin T. Rodriguez, film critic of iCritic.net, and it is an honor and privilege for you to be spending a few minutes of your time with me today. Thank you so much for that. So, as you're listening to this episode, the Oscar nominations were announced this morning. Now, this episode is being recorded before the nominations are announced and it's premiering at a later date, so I do not know what the Oscar nominations are. However, we will be discussing the Oscar nominations in our first ever X live stream, and the reason we are doing it on X is because I want to get your opinions on some of the nominees, the snubs, and things like that. So if you have not yet checked me out on X, which is formerly Twitter, if you did not know that, Look me up at Kevin T. Rod or just search iCritic. You can follow me and uh, we'll be doing about 7 p.m. Pacific Central Time tonight sometime. So, uh, yes, we would love to see you there. But the other big award nominations that get announced and some people say they're there to trounce on people's funds. I think they're, you know, just good, solid fun for the most part. And, you know, I think we need, oh, it's always good to have like a counterbalance. Like I always thought it would be great, for example, if there was like a version of the Razzies for the Grammys, like how the Grammys give out the best music of the year, and then the Razzies can give out the worst music of the year. That would actually be a lot more fun because some of these bad movies are so bad, they end up being enjoyable. And so I think the Razzies get a really bad rap for the worst and wrong this reason. So, but I'm going to look over the nominations that they announced uh, yesterday because there are some question marks there. There are some things where it's like, really? You're going to nominate that? So let's start. And of course, we're going to go from the bottom to the top. So we'll do best picture last. But let's start with worst screenplay. Uh, the movies that they nominated for worst screenplay are The Exorcist Believer, Expend Four Bulls, Indiana Jones, The Dial of, Can I Go Home Now? That's obviously a jab at that really long name. Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Now, I'm just going to stay up front. There's really nothing that stands out here except for Shazam, Fury of the Gods, because I think that's actually a good film. Not a great film. It's like three and a half stars, but I think that's an enjoyable film. The rest of these totally understand why they are there. Um, but anytime you see Shazam on here or hear Shazam on here, because again, this is a podcast, like I'm still getting used to the fact it's a podcast. Uh, just know that I disagree with it. Now, the worst director is Rise Freak Waterfield for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, David Gordon Green for The Exorcist Believer, Peyton Reed for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, Scott Wog for Expend Four Bulls and Ben Wheatley for Meg to the Trench. Now, I guess I'm going to make my second point here. I would personally not be nominating Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey for Razzies. Not because it's a terrible movie, because it absolutely is a terrible movie. It's just my personal belief is, like, don't drag in independent films. Like, it's it's kind of easy for us to forget. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey was basically made on a shoestring budget by independent filmmakers and it happened to achieve some success and the next film is going to be a studio film with like you know 10 20 times the budget so here's the thing i think that since it is a miracle that any independent film get made much less for it to even get distributed i know it's not that good it's not something i would recommend you watch but that being said it's an independent production and i feel like that is shooting down i would personally be saving these slots 
for a studio-funded film. Like, look, Peyton Reed for Ant-Man, The Wasp, Quantumanium. Look, I'm going to be honest. I've met Peyton. He probably doesn't re remember me. But I have met him, you know, and I did tell him I enjoy the Ant-Man movies quite a bit. And Ant-Man, The Wasp, Quantumanium is not a very good movie, although there is one nomination it got here that I totally disagree with. Um, and so, look, that's a studio film. It was... It stole a lot of money, a lot of people's time. I totally get that. Like Scott Waugh for Expend Four Bowls. Look, I know he's probably just doing what he's being told, but that is a truly, truly terrible f film. The Meg to, Meg to the Wrench. I mean, look, these are all terrible movies. The only reason I disagree with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey being on here is, again, because it is an independent film. Now then, let's move on to the next um, category. Worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel and they have nominated ant-man and the wasp quantumanium the exorcist believer expend for bulls indiana jones the dial of still beating a dead horse and winnie the pooh blood and honey um i i i get that i think i agree with these i mean again i would probably swap winnie the pooh out for almost anything but only based on the independent status um it's not <laughs> but otherwise it's hard to argue with this uh list uh, by the way at the end of this episode i'll even tell you who i would vote for now this is actually one of my favorite categories the worst screen couple because these this is totally like a tongue-in-cheek category um it's not meant to be this shows that the razzies are not meant to be taken that seriously so the worst screen couple is any two merciless mercenaries and expend for bulls any two money-grubbing investors who donated to the $400 million for remake rights to The Exorcist. That's great. Anna DeMars and Chris Evans, who flunked screen chemistry for Ghosted. Selma Hayek and Channing Tatum for Magic Mike's Last Dance. And Pooh and Piglet as bloodthirsty slasher slash killers, exclamation point, in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> oh, I love that category. I, I really do. And I do have a pick on that one. Um, I Maybe that's the one category where we can nominate Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. That that kind of makes sense. All right. Let's go to Worst su Supporting Actor. And this one uh, definitely has um, a standout, if you will, something that I outright do not agree with. So the Worst Supporting Actor nominations are Michael Douglas in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. Mel Gibson for Confidential Informant, Bill Murray at, in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, Franco Nero as the Pope in The Pope's Exorcist, and Sylvester Stallone in Expend for Bulls. Now, uh, uh, I'm just going to state outright right now, Bill Murray should not be nominated. And I'm going to tell you why. Bill Murray was one of the only good things about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I mean, yeah, he came on and it was like five minutes and he did Bill Murray shtick. But it was funny. Bill Murray does Bill Murray shtick very, very well. And it was actually... Because here's the thing. The Ant-Man movies, the first two, were comedies. They were primarily comedies with action. And then Quantumanium comes around. Now it's like this dark you know, serious action movie that's setting up a new phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And you watch it, and it's like, this doesn't even feel like an Ant-Man movie. And then Bill Murray comes in, does his little shtick, and for five minutes, it's a lot of fun. So, I mean, here's the thing. I, honestly, 
Bill Murray should be considered for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for that movie, not a Razzie. I mean, he still wouldn't get the nomination because there's so many better supporting performances, but it's like Bill Murray actually comes in and makes a bad movie good for five minutes. So I don't know what's going on with the Razzies there. Michael Douglas, I guess that makes sense. They weren't going to nominate Jonathan Majors because, again, he was one of the only other good things about that movie. He was a good villain. Uh, now, as for Mel Gibson being here, I have not seen Confidential Informant. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. I don't know. Um, I do wonder how much he's there just because people don't like him. I've kind of kind of got something, um, a feeling about that in another category. And, of course, we're going to get to that. But, yeah, Bill Murray should absolutely not be nominated for Worst Supporting Actor. So now we have Worst Supporting Actress. And the nominations are Kim Cattrall for About My Father, Megan Fox for Expend for Bulls, Bai Ling for Johnny and Clyde, Lucy Liu, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Mary Stuart Masterson for Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, so I don't disagree too much with this list, at least from what I've seen. I have not seen About My Father, and I I, I don't know what Johnny and Clyde is. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Don't know what that movie is. Uh, Lucy Liu was... I guess, okay in Shazam, Fear of the Gods. Would I call it a Razzie-nomination-worthy performance? Eh, probably not, but okay, uh, whatever it is. Um, You know, I'll just, like, spoil this one right from the get-go. Megan Fox is the winner for Expend for Bull. She, she has never been a good actress. I'm sorry. Um, I'd say she maybe she's the nicest person in the world, but by all accounts, she's not even very nice. So yeah, I would totally give it to her on this one. That's the only sneak preview you get. We'll get to the rest of them at the end of this episode. So now we're getting to worst actor and the nominations are Russell Crowe for The Pope's Exorcist, Vin Diesel for Fast X, Chris Evans for Ghosted, Jason Statham for Meg 2, The Trench, and John Voight for Mercy. Now, John Voight's nomination is definitely the standout here because here's the thing i have seen mercy like i really don't even know how it came up i think my mother-in-law wanted to watch it because she's a big john voight fan and for the record i think john voight is a good actor i mean the guy won an academy award he's been nominated several times and it's for a reason he is a legitimately good actor and this movie mercy is not very good. I, I will admit it's not very good. But John Voight was fine in it. He was making the best out of a bad situation. In fact, he was probably giving it more than he needed to. Because I think he's got enough taste in movies that he knows that this is schlock he's making. Maybe it's not the worst schlock. He's probably made worse before. But he's, he knows this is not a great movie. But you know what? He's getting paid to do a job. So he's going to come and he's going to do the best that he can. And for the Razzies to nominate him for that, for a movie that is really pretty forgettable and not on anyone's radar, I really suspect that they nominated him because he's a Trump supporter. And look, that his Trump supporting is definitely pretty annoying. I mean, but although he, I will give credit, he's one of the Trump supporters who, you know, will look at like January 6th and say like, you know, this is like not a good thing that happened and this is terrible. So, I mean, he, 
he has some common sense left, although evidently not enough. But I think the only reason he's here is because they don't like his politics. And I really hate it when things like that happen. Your politics should not be considered when nominating things. I think that's also why potentially Mel Gibson gets nominated for that movie. Now, I haven't seen that movie. Maybe it really is worthy of a nomination, but it's like for a movie that is so under the radar and forgettable for them to come out and nominate, it's like I think it's just because they don't like Mel Gibson. And granted, Mel Gibson is very, very hard to like as a person. Um, he's still a great director, still a great actor, but he has proven himself to be a true piece of garbage in every sense of the word. So I, I don't know about Mel Gibson, but I have seen Mercy, and John Voight is not worthy of that nomination, even if the movie itself is not very good. He He's doing the best he can all things considered. In fact, what's really weird about this is that um, I don't see Harrison Ford here, despite Indiana Jones getting some nominations. In fact, <laughs> come to think about it, for Worst Supporting Actor, I'd probably nominate Antonio Banderas for that movie, if only because he was in such a nothing role. Like, it's a nothing par part. It was such a nothing part that at first I thought it was him, and then it ended up being such a nothing role that it's like, well, okay, obviously it's not really Antonio Banderas because why would you hire him and do nothing with with him? I mean, wasn't that one of Roger Ebert's little rule book things? Like if you see a main, a huge actor in a nothing role, they're the twist because you don't hire Morgan Freeman to be the janitor in Bruce Almighty. Like why would you hire Morgan Freeman to be the janitor? So obviously he was God, but you know, anyway, so that's my, that's my opinion on that. I think John Voight, um, that's basically a pot shot, um, nomination, but again, the Razzies aren't meant to be taken that seriously. So it's not like I'm going to lose sleep over this or anything. We're just, I'm just mentioning it. And now we get to worst picture and the nominations for worst picture are the exorcist believer expend for bulls Meg to the trench Shazam fury of the gods and Winnie the Pooh blood and honey. And, um, I'm going to state right now, Shazam! Fury of the Gods is not one of the worst films of the year. Actually, what's really weird is that um, even though I kind of like The Flash, I'm not going to lie, I'm surprised The Flash isn't here anywhere. Like, people really didn't like The Flash. So, why is Shazam here and not The Flash? Heck, why is Shazam here and Aquaman 2 isn't here? Uh, there were several superhero movies. Why is Shazam here and the Marvels isn't here? Like, there are there were some legitimately bad superhero movies that came out this year, and Shazam wasn't one of them. Shazam was okay. It wasn't great, but it's like, yeah, it it's fun for what it is. It, it was mainly disappointing because the first one was just so much better that, you know, it makes the second one being of decent status stand out even more. Uh, so anyway, those are my opinions on, you know, the surprise nominations and things like that. But now, who would I be casting my vote to? And I would be casting my vote, when it comes to worst screenplay, I would be giving it to Expend for Bulls. Uh, when it comes to worst director, I would be nominating um, Scott Waugh for Expend for Bulls. The worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel, Expend for Bulls. This is... 
You can probably see what I don't like here. The worst screen couple, I would be giving it to any two money-grubbing investors who donated to the $400 million for remake rights to The Exorcist, because that was stupid. That was stupid that they did that. Like, The Exorcist has never made enough money to justify that kind of purchase. And you get the worst supporting actor. Um, I'm going to give it to Sylvester Stallone for Expend for Bulls. For worst supporting actress, I already told you, it's Megan Fox for Expend for Bulls. Uh, when it comes to worst actress, um, shoot, I skipped this category. Ah, darn it. Well, anyway, the, that, that was an accident, folks. Well, the worst actress nominees are Anna DeMars for Ghosted, um, Megan Fox for Johnny and Clyde, Selma Hayek for Mike's, Magic Mike's Last Dance, Jennifer Lopez for The Mother, and Dame Helen Mirren for Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Now, um, let's see here. Uh, you know, it's just because Megan Fox is such a terrible actress, I'm going to give it to Megan Fox for Johnny and Clyde. I haven't seen that movie, but you know, the ones that I've seen, they, I don't know if those are all Razzie-worthy. I don't think Helen Mirren deserves a Razzie for Shazam!, um, I don't think Selma Hayek deserves a Razzie for Magic Mike's Last Dance. Anna DeMars for Ghosted, probably. But she just seems like such a nice person, so I'm going to go with Megan Fox again. So Megan Fox would get two Razzies from me this year. As for Worst Actor, I would be giving it to Jason Statham for Meg to the Trench. I'm actually really surprised that Statham got the nomination for Meg to the Trench and not expend for bulls, now that I think about, about it. Um, and if he had been off that movie, I would have given it to that too. And worst picture, I'm giving it to expend for bulls. I mean, look, if you've watched my top 10 worst films of the year with Rachel, I think this was like my number two pick for the worst films of the year. I mean, I don't know. Once you make the worst films of the year list, eh, you just kind of forget it. They're not worth remembering. But yeah, so those are my picks. And, uh, yeah, good old Razzies, um, keep going. But I will say one thing with the Razzies, I was really hoping, they discontinued this award a long time ago. I was hoping they would bring back the worst song category, if for no other reason than to give the scuttlebutt, oops, sorry, I hit the, I hit the, the bench, as you heard, other than to give the scuttlebutt worst song from The Little Mermaid, because that song was horrendous. I mean... That's the kind of thing that should not be anywhere near Disney's music catalog because they have such classic songs and musics and scores. And the scuttlebutt was horrible for all the wrong reasons. So anyway, that is my Razzie nomination picks. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, I'd like to know what things you felt got snubbed or anything. If you're listening to us on podcast, give us a like, leave us a review and subscribe. And remember, we are going to be doing a live stream discussion on X um, tonight about the Oscar nominations where I will be inviting other people to come in and express their viewpoints on what they felt about the nominees. So I hope to see you there. Again, my X account is at Kevin T-Rod or you can search iCritic and you will find me there. Otherwise, thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with me. Take care and as always, flame responsibly. Have a good one.